test. How's everyone doing? I've been away for a little bit, but Baruch Hashem, we're here. Today we want to talk about a very exciting topic, a very fun topic, and a very growth-oriented topic, and it's about how to hit goals, setting goals, hitting them, and how to maximize your fullest potential. We have to set short-term goals, long-term goals, and work on ourselves in order to attract all of these things. And what that means is you have to know, what am I doing in my day-to-day? Where can I where can I maximize my time? Time is the most valuable asset that a person has. I don't know if you guys pay attention to this, but every single year we go through the four seasons. Every single year we have to, we go through very difficult winters, but after winter, Hashem made it that spring is right there. So after the long winter, boom, you have spring. And now it's the time to kind of like recollect and refocus. And then everyone's like in a good mood in the summer. And then in the fall, it's more chilled. And in the winter, everyone's like suffering again. Like, this doesn't make any sense. If, if, you're, not, if you're not going through the winter downs and, and, and surpassing them better than you were the last winter, then you didn't grow that whole year. When you, have, when you, have, when you feel depressed and down and, and, the, and the nights are very early, they start at four o'clock, you have to be using that time to really overcome yourself. Because the, the, the number one person you're going to have to overcome in life is yourself. And if you don't overcome that, then that's your fault. It's not, it's not for anyone to blame why you're not overcoming. It's, it's only you to blame. If you're falling into, if you're a guy, you're falling into the, into the sin constantly of, of wasting seed. You got to overcome that. It's enough of, of sitting home and, and acting like a loser and, and wasting your whole potential and wasting your energy and wasting your life force. You need to overcome this test. You got to overcome eating late at night. You got to overcome getting up early in the morning. You got to overcome... You know, the, the, the small things throughout the day that you have to show up and you have to be there in order, in order to really maximize your potential. Praying is for you. The reason why we're praising Hashem so much in the Amidah, it's not because Hashem is needy and He needs us to praise Him. It's because we need to constantly remind ourselves that Hashem is, is Rafa'enu and Baruch Aleinu and uh, Hashiva. All, all, all these things that we, that we talk about in Amidah to praise Hashem. And his, his tova and bracha and all these things. It's for us to constantly know in our head that when we go through a challenge in our day, we're reminded three times a day when we pray in the Amidah that, that we can just remind ourselves, wait, I just, I just said in the Amidah and I just praised Hashem that He's this. So how can, I, how can I think of Hashem as the opposite? I literally just praised Hashem two seconds ago. So now you, you're kind of like reinstilling that belief in yourself. You have to over the short term goals is overcoming basically yourself in the short term. And the short term will lead to the long term. Every single year, like I said, the winter will pass. But if you change yourself, then you will change your reality. You cannot change the weather. You cannot change the seasons. You can't change, you know, day coming after night. You, you, you can't change these things. They were instilled into the creation. The only power that Hashem gave us in the whole world to change is ourselves. You can't change how much money you make. You can't change the spouse you're destined to marry. Well, you, you could change it if you look for the external things and make a wrong decision. And you can change how much money you make if you take your money and throw it away or burn it. Or burning it, in other words, gambling it away or doing things that are illegal and not, and not halakhically permissible to make an income. That is, is you basically throwing away your mazal. But and if, if you do things right, then you're going to get what's meant for you. And if you do things right, you're always going to get what's really meant for you, which is more and which is what you need. Maybe you're 22 years old or maybe you're 20 or 18. Maybe you're not rich yet because it's not good for you to be rich. Maybe you're not 
destined for this test. You know, you know what it means for a person to be given a lot of money? Like, it's not always good for every single person to get what they think is good for them. That's why you have to just trust Hashem and trust the process. The number one thing in life that, that will get you through it is emunah and bitachon, 100%. You have to have emunah and bitachon. So you have to sit down and you have to write down, what are my short-term, goal, what are my short-term goals? What time do I want to wake up? What time do I want to go to sleep? What kind of friends do I want to hang around? When am I going to go out? When am I not going to go out? What am I going to eat? What's, what's my schedule? Am I working out every day? Am I learning Torah every day? These are short, short-term goals that will... In other words, a short-term goal is more of like a confidence uh, booster. Because if you hit your short-term goals, then you'll, be, then you'll have more confidence to go for your dreams. Your dreams are your long-term goals. Where do you want to live? You know, like, like, like what do you want people to say about you when you pass away one day? What kind of life do you want to have? What kind of legacy? What, what, what kind of legend do you want to be told about you when you're, when you're, when you're older, when you're not here? Like, what kind, of, what kind of mark do you want to leave on this planet? Those are your long-term goals. So the short-term goals will give you the confidence to get towards your long-term goals. Because if you're, if you're waking up on time and you're hitting your goals and you're going to Shachri, Mincha, RV, learning, hitting, having a good schedule, working, working out, having time for yourself to meditate, to feel good. Like if you're constantly making these good decisions, then you're, you're automatically going to feel good. You're automatically going to raise your confidence and you're automatically going to get to a better place in life. Like I said, Hashem made the world the way it is. The sun's going to come up tomorrow. You know, the, the spring's going to come. The weather's going to get warmer. But the one thing that we have the control over to, to change is ourselves. What kind of person are you going to be when the spring comes? What's going to happen next winter when, when the nights start early again at 4 o'clock? Are you going to give in to your tablet? Are you going to continue going back to unhealthy relationships? Are you going to continue making bad decisions for yourself? There has to be a certain time in history where you just have discipline. You, you just say like, I'm not going to focus on what I'm feeling anymore. I'm going to focus on what I'm doing. This is what I have to do in order to make it in this world. This is what I have to do in order to attract. This is what I have to do in order to become the best version of myself possible. Hashem, you want me to be a good husband? And I'm going to be a good husband. I'm going to go into a relationship as a giver, not a taker. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look to give pieces of myself because I'm designed to be innately selfish and I'm going to give all of my time and I'm going to invest everything into my spouse. Because as we all know, in order to become wealthy, you got you to gotta love your wife and, and, and nullify her of the punishment that Hashem put on her. Hashem put a punishment in this world that a man doesn't have to work hard to make money. And the woman's punishment is that she's in a way subservient to her husband. And she also has pain during childbirth. You cannot nullify her of her pain during childbirth. It's impossible. She ate from that sadat. That was her punishment. She has to have pain during childbirth. But you can nullify your future spouse from being subservient to you. Instead of making her like, like a servant or a slave, you can make her a queen and make her what she's meant to be. And if you nullify her of that curse, if you compliment her a million times and tell her what she's worth and, and make her feel what she's worth even though she doesn't feel that way and tell her what she means to you and tell her how much you love her and tell her how much you care about her and, and give her these compliments throughout the day and to know that that a relationship is the constant work you have to constantly work on the relationship every single day every single day when you wake up you have to say okay what can i do today to better my relationship with my spouse that's only going to lead to you nullifying her curse and then Hashem is going to nullify you of your curse of having to wor- work hard to make money. So if you're not going to have to work so hard to make money and things are just going to work out, which they will, then you can have a lot of more time to learn Torah. 
So now you're going to have a life where your wife is happy. Your kids are seeing a happy relationship. You have tons of time to learn Torah. So you're learning more Torah, which is nullifying your Yetzahara. And now that you're nullifying your Yetzahara, you're going to treat your wife even better. And you're going to have even more knowledge and even more things to talk about on the Shabbat table or even when you have dinner with your family every single night. So your, your whole life is, is, is flowing and everyone's happy. You're only destined for great things. Business is booming. You're not working so hard. You have time to learn Torah. Your wife is smiling all the time. You're a successful guy. But what ruins this? I'll tell you what ruins this. Not being able to hit your short-term goals. Because if you're not hitting your short-term goals and you're feeling bad about yourself, it's only a matter of time before you fall into the sin of wasting seed. It's only a matter of time before you fall into waking up late and feeling bad about yourself and getting up at 5 o'clock in the afternoon every day and hooking up with girls and going to clubs. Oh, the, every single person in the club did not, did not make a high consciousness state decision when he went to that club. All right? If you're in a club, you, you did not make that decision when you were in a high consciousness state. You made that decision when you were in a low consciousness and you weren't seeing, you weren't thinking about your future. You weren't thinking about anything besides, I don't want to feel this way. I need action. I want to feel good, etc., etc. I myself have been caught in this kind of a feeling and I'm sure everybody has. Even if you're not even looking to do something bad, you just want to like, you just want to go out. You want to, you want some electricity, you know, you want some like music, whatever, people, because there's nothing to do in New York, and that, which is true. It's a problem. There's not much to do for the young generation. There's, there's not many people throwing, you know, kosher parties, not parties where, where, you know, the, 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 the Syrian moms are, are pushing their daughters to dress immodestly to attract a guy. So the whole relationship kind of starts off you not guarding your eyes and then it kind of starts in physicality. Not those types of situationships. I'm talking about a kosher party, a kumzit, a malave malka, things for girls and things for guys. And Bezat Hashem, I'm going to actually be throwing some types of things very soon. But you have to understand something. Even though you want to just have a night out and just go to have fun or whatever it may be, it's not good for you. It's not good for you because you're, you're trying to escape a feeling. And usually when you try to escape a feeling, you're going into, into an environment where you're only looking to take to make yourself feel better. And that just leads to God knows what. Especially if it's not a kosher place to be in. Even if you don't have a bad intention, you have to, you have to be careful. Where, where are you going to right now? You know, I, I had a friend that he told me he was trying to get more religious and he would even like, like he would, he would want like he wanted to stop wasting seed and he would even to the extent where he would even go out with the boys. But he told him, he told his boys, I have boundaries now. I'm not doing what you guys do. I'm not drinking. I'm just here because just, just, just because nothing else to do, you know? So it's, it's definitely a hard thing to do. And I'm not trying to like be extreme and tell people what to do, but you have to know like where, where you go to is going to have an effect on who you are. And I'm sorry for that listen to anyone listen to this if you're about to be offended from what I what, I, what I'm about, what I'm about to say but I have to say the truth a place where there's mixed boys and girls dancing is a place where Hashem's Shekhinah Hashem's presence leaves that and that and that's even including a mixed wedding the most important night of your life where, where the two halves of, of, of a soul come together and become one that's really the night that you're gonna use to have a mixed wedding that's really the night where you're gonna say Hashem you know, you gave me my soulmate. This whole party is, is, in, is in merit of you, is in honor of you. But like, in, in order to sanctify your name and to thank you for sending me my soulmate finally, what am I going to do? I'm going to spit in your face. How am I going to spit in your face? By having a, mix, a, a mixed wedding. Hashem, Hashem doesn't like it when, when Kol Yaakov is mixed dancing. Hashem, Hashem is actually against it. 
Like, why do you have to wait for rabbis to leave in order to remove the mechitza and to make it like a whole, like like a club scene? It's not. It's not Jewish. It's not. It's not Jewish, and it's not leading to anything good. God, God forbid. You know, the night of your wedding, you led to a, a young guy meeting a girl, and God forbid, wasting seed and leading to like a, just a whole, a whole accumulation of bad decisions and problems. Because that's what life is all about. Life is all about making the right decisions, and that will lead to your reality, and that will lead to your life. You know, you can only, you only have the the control to make that decision. And if if you know, there were many times where even like a wedding was 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 uh, called off because the girl wanted a mixed wedding or the guy wanted a mixed wedding, and the other the other side didn't want it because they knew the importance of it. You know, it's it's very it's very bad to have a mixed wedding. You're starting your life tonight. You want to have kids. You want to have blessing. You want to have a good marriage. You, you want to be able to to be blessed. And why are you starting off your marriage? With a with a with a mixed night of dancing, it just doesn't make any sense. It's it's completely going against what Hashem wants, and it's completely going against the whole purpose of the night. It's better you have a wedding like on a beach with ten people and have it in a kosher way than to have thousands of people coming, but to remove the mechitza when the rabbi leaves and to basically spit in Hashem's face and to say, you know what, you gave me my soulmate, but now I'm gonna do whatever I want, and it, I'm spitting in your face. It's 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 not right. And these are these are like decisions that we make that ruin our lives and going back to the topic your short-term goals are so important for and 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 so vital for your success because these short-term goals if you hit them on a consistent basis it will lead to you feeling better about yourself it will lead to you raising your consciousness and to those of you who don't know what it means to raise your consciousness it means that you're raising basically the the you're 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 raising the the level that you're operating on meaning you're going to feel better you're going to make better decisions because you're in a higher state of mind how do you get yourself to a higher state of mind by deciding to by by making decisions that bring you to a higher state of mind? If you're gonna hang out with losers, you're, you're gonna become a loser. If you're gonna hang out with with guys that have a set time to learn every day and that guys that you know dress differently, let's say. And I, I'm by the way, I'm not Mr. Judgmental when it comes to judging. I, I I'm not putting anybody in a box, but I'm just saying that's just how the world is. You know, someone that dresses in sweats and someone that dresses in a suit, it just represents you in a different way. And it's not in a judgmental way, it's just the way the world works. So like, you know, if you're going to choose to hang out with losers, like I said, guys that are getting with girls and going to parties and getting high and getting drunk, you're going to become a loser just like them. But if you're going to choose to hang out with people that learn Torah and they have a set time to learn and they're in business and they're like running around and they're ambitious, then you're going to become just like them. When you're going to hang out with them on a Thursday night, you're, going to go to, you're, going to, you're probably going to go to Essence and get chilled and have something laid back and like have a good conversation about the week. As opposed to like, oh, we got to run to the club and drink in the car and, 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 you know, get drunk and girls and goyot and all these problems. It's, it's really nothing good comes out of that lifestyle. I'm telling you from now, I know it's like tempting. I know you get sent a flyer and you want to go and nothing else to do. You know, it's like the typical answer. Oh, why are you going? Nothing else to do. Yeah, okay. We know there's nothing else to do. There's a lot else to do. You know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, just, just, just. Like when you really want to go to these places, like something that's, that can really help you stop is to just put something in your head. You know, like like put some put some food in your head. Like like listen to a quick shiur, you know, like a, a tour anytime. They send you these 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 one minute classes every day. How, how many of them do you listen to? Uh, you know, you probably never listened to one of them in the past six months. But I listen to one of these classes and kind of like hear the rabbi's words and try to like, like get yourself out of that mood. Try to raise your consciousness a little bit. That can help you. That can, that can refrain you from going to a bad place. That can that can ultimately save your life. You know, so 
short-term goals, short-term goals, I don't know why I can't say it right, short-term goals are very important and they're very crucial to our growth. The more that we're hitting our short-term goals is the more that we're going to be feeling better about ourselves. And not only that, we have to elaborate upon our short-term goals. What do I mean by that? We have to, we have to kind of like nitpick our schedule and say, okay, I'm getting up at this time. Maybe I could do five minutes earlier. Maybe I could do this. Maybe I could put in that. And, and, and slowly, slowly, we can really like, you know, uh, pacify ourselves and become very, very close to Hashem, feel very, very good about ourselves. And, every, and, and then, you're just gonna, then, then you're just gonna start to attract everything. You're gonna attract the right soulmate. You're gonna attract the right partner. You're gonna attract the right situation for yourself. And everything's gonna work out in the end. Everything has to work out in the end if you make, if you, if you make the right decisions. Sometimes I have friends that they're making the right decisions for like a long time already and they're not seeing it go anywhere. And like, again, you, you can't get discouraged. Instead of getting discouraged and saying, oh, Hashem, I did this for you. It's a tit for tat relationship. Where's my blessing? No. It doesn't work like that. Just because you do something for Hashem, it doesn't necessarily mean he has to do something for you. You have to, yes, Hashem works measure for measure, but sometimes things are just not supposed to happen at this point in time. And you're going to find out later why. Maybe your soulmate's not ready yet. Like you know how many, you know how many like, like you know how many decisions Hashem has to, not decisions, but you know how many like circumstances go into a person getting married. Like Hashem is uh, is analyzing two personalities and two like, you know, two ups and downs and two bad days and good days that a person has and two like whole different sets of of stresses and traumas and problems and good sides and good points and strengths and weaknesses and analyzing it and putting you two together. Maybe the girl's not ready yet because you're such an amazing guy. Or maybe the guy's not ready yet because you're such an amazing girl. And Hashem knows if I put them together at this point in time, it's not going to work out. Or maybe it'll work out or maybe they'll argue. And I don't want them to argue. So Hashem could delay it for another week because maybe the guy's going to go to work one day and he's going to learn a very crucial life lesson that will change his life. And now he's ready to meet the girl. And then boom, Mashar Khan will send it to you. Oh, and I can't believe I never thought of this. Here, here you go. And you go out with them and then you, you, you uh, kind of like on the date, you kind of see, you know, that, that thing you had to learn in order for yourself to be ready. And you're like, wow, now I see why I had to wait because I had to learn that thing, that conversation that came up and I didn't really un understand it or fully manifest it. But now that I, now, now that I'm on the date with you, I kind of see it more clearly now. And like, you know, all, all these things that happened to me a million times where I've, I've been out and I'm like, yo, like I, I see now why I'm going out with this person at this point in time because I wasn't ready for them before. I had to learn and go through these things and learn this lesson from this person and pick up this information. And now I'm like really ready to like, you know, uh, what's it called? You know, uh, click with this person. And, and, and things happen to, to us in our lives because Hashem is ultimately maneuvering everything. And if you want to get through the process with a smile and happy and you know, excited about it, then just trust Hashem the whole way. Even if you're not perfect, even if you're not, you know, there yet, just just have a smile and just know that Hashem, you're taking care of my life. Let go and let Hashem. That's it. Hashem, you're maneuvering my life. You're taking care of me. I love you and I thank you for everything that you put me through because it's ultimately there to make me the best version of myself possible and to craft me and to mold me. And there's nothing better that could be happening to me right now if this is what's happening to me. Meaning, if this is what I'm going through, Hashem, if this is what you're putting me through, and this is the best possible thing that could happen to me at this point in time. Why? Because that's what's happening to me. I don't understand it. I don't know why it's happening. But I'm going to try to remove my perspective 
and try to just like accept the reality of the situation. You know, there's a Shara Bitachon. To those of you out there that, that are in the business world, like myself, I want to share with you something interesting that might give you some clarity. The Shara, the, my rabbi actually told me this. The Shara Bitachon brings, uh, brings the story of, 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 uh, of a working man that was working in Israel. And his business wasn't going the way he wanted it to be. You know, he wanted to make more money or he wasn't making money, whatever. So he, he told himself, you know what? Uh, you know, I heard of this thing before. If I, if I change my location, then I'll change my luck. So he picked up and he went to uh, one of these countries, I think India, where they, where they worship Buddha. So when he's in India, he opens up another business no, I think before he opened up the business, he, he first he he found himself in a place of uh, idol worship. Like he, he found himself in a place where the monk was praying to a Buddha. So, so he goes up to the monk and he tells him, uh, you know, it's 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 so funny that you have to build a whole statue and uh, and sit here and pray to your God. You know, my my God's not not like that. I don't, I don't, he's not limited to a statue. My my God is is infinite and he's everywhere. You have to sit here and, and pray by the statue and you have to shave your head. I find it a bit weird. And then the monk looks at him and he tells him, well, uh, I find it a bit weird that you had to move from Israel to come to India to look for a living. What? Your God is so big. He's not big enough to send you your income in Israel. You had to move all the way here. So <laughs> it's a bit of a funny story. The Shabit Dechon brings down, but, it's, but the, the guy, got, he got the point. And uh, he took it as his message from Hashem and he went back to Israel, opened up his business and he ended up being very successful. So, you know, sometimes you have to recognize that you're exactly where you need to be and you don't need to always look for more things outside. Instead of always looking for something else or for a new, a new job or a new, you know, relationship or to just look for a whole other thing, you have to recognize that this is, if this is what you have and this is what's meant to be. And instead of trying to always look elsewhere and, and try to see if the grass is greener, which it's not, you have to try to maximize your surroundings and maximize your environment. And to recognize that this same God that is so big, he can send you a lot more money to your current business. He can send you your, your, your soulmate right to your doorstep when it's the right time. He can send you practically everything. And the chances are he probably did send you everything and you probably already have all the capabilities in your life in order to grow and to become the best version of yourself possible according to your situation and according to your surrounding and according to your basically your entire life. You know, I, I see the picture of life very simple. I don't think Hashem makes mistakes. I don't think Hashem even comes close to making a mistake. I think Hashem makes the best choices possible. With the millions of choices that he could do, he's always making the best choices possible. Hashem is a very uh, smart creator. Obviously, he's the, he's the ruler of the universe. The same ruler of the universe that can bring food to the ant and that can bring, you know, food to the birds and that can give knowledge to all the creations. Even the ant in your house is feeding. Even, even the bird outside that trips, he feeds them. Hashem is taking care of, 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 of everything, of, of everyone. He makes sure, to, he makes sure to, to give water to the trees in the desert. And you might say, how are these plants surviving? Hashem takes care of them too. And they don't, they don't do anything. They can't move. They can't go to work. A cactus doesn't go to work. A cactus just sits in the desert all day. But somehow the cactus survives. Hashem takes care of it. You know? If you, so so if, if Hashem is going to take care 
and go to the extent and take care of the whole universe. He's not going to take care of, of his kids, his, his, his kid who's a Jew, a holy Jew, a, 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 a son of a king or a daughter of a king, a prince and a princess. He's not going to take care of you? You really think he's not going to take care of you? You really think Hashem doesn't love you more than the tree or than an ant? <laughs> you know, your purpose in, in life is so much higher. And, and all, all, it, all, it, all it took for Hashem was a, was a split decision, you know, to make you an ant. He could have made you an ant and you would never even know this life and you would never even know the problems that you think you have or all the, all the situations that you're going through. You know, your life is amazing. And if you even sit down for a moment and just like try to think like, wow, I have so much to be grateful for. There's so much gratitude I can have and there's so much, there's so much good in my life, you know. And all I have to do is just work on myself. Honestly, like straight up, like this is the one thing you leave with this podcast. If you really want to amount to any success, work on yourself, work on the gratitude, work on becoming a better person, work on your schedule, work on, you know, taking leaps of faith, work on, work on yourself, work on yourself in order to attract. Hashem knows where you live. Hashem does not need anything else than what is in your life right now. If you want to attract more, if you want to get more, all you have to do is work on yourself. According to the amount of emunah bitachon you have is according to the amount of hishtadu you're going to have to put in. You know, people say, oh, I have to, I have to make an effort to make work, to, to, go to, to make money, right? Yes and no. How much how much, how much how much trust and confidence do you have in Hashem? That's the real question. So, the number one the, the number one most important asset in your life that you have, that you are in control of, is your time. So take advantage of your time, work on yourself, and everything will come together. V'zat Hashem, I wish you all to have an amazing day, and you should all be have the zechut and the merits to have the koach to work on yourself and to become the best versions of yourself. V'zat Hashem.